Have you ever asked yourself what fulfillment means? Maybe it's something you deeply desire for yourself and those closest to you. Well, in this episode, we'll be focusing on fulfillment and that the key to living a fulfilling life is not waiting for it. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode two of the Passion with Purpose show. I'm your host, Stephen Mezzacapa, author and founder of Passion with Purpose. So really great that you're here, that you stumbled upon uh, <clears throat> the show, and especially this episode where we're going to be talking about fulfillment, the theme and topic of fulfillment. It's actually a major part um, of my book. It's a whole. I have a whole part of seven chapters dedicated in my book to the topic of fulfillment. And I think it's important that when we talk about fulfillment, we have to talk about suffering as well. So this is a tough episode for me to record because it's hard not to talk about fulfillment and teach others about fulfillment without reflecting on it in my own life. You know, I think it's easy for us to sometimes think of fulfillment as something off in a distance that we need to aspire to and get at some point. But if we have the mentality, will we ever arrive to it, right? So the idea of this this episode, especially I'm focusing on fulfillment, it's right there in the title. It's about fulfillment now, living a life of resilient passion. Um, and resilient passion is a key phrase, and we'll get to that later. But I want to really think about fulfillment as something now, not later, but now. But how do we get there now in the chaos and challenges of life? Well, let's 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 talk about it. And and, and to get there, let's talk about suffering again. And just a couple statistics that I wanted to share. And I have a few of these painted right in chapter one of my book. Um, but I want to talk about depression as a specific struggle here. Just just get in a context of where we are in society. Um, you know, you, you might know people who struggle with anxiety and depression. You, you might deal with it. I've personally dealt with it for a very long time in my life. And I still deal with anxiety from time to time. But anyway, so um, a couple stats. One is from Mental Health America. Depression costs over $51 billion in absenteeism from work. That's a lot of people struggling with depression for a figure that large in terms of the cost associated in terms of work. Um, looking at from a college standpoint, Affordable College on, Colleges Online report that depression is the most common health problem for college students, more than physical stuff, the mental stuff. And, and I think as a society, we've come to realize the struggles of mental health more. You know, I, th- I think COVID did a good job, unfortunately, of making people aware of the struggles that we deal with internally and within. Um, you know, but I don't want to ignore the physical su- sufferings of the world too. There's physical suffering too. So, th- the reason why I talk about suffering in the context of fulfillment is because culture paints this picture that fulfillment is the absence of suffering. Um, but what if fulfillment is truly the presence of peace amidst suffering? That's the key question I want to pose in this episode and discuss more with you. Because if we really want to tell ourselves and those around us that, oh, to be fulfilled, you have to not have suffering anymore. That's just not practical and it's not realistic, unfortunately. You know, I was going to share this quote at the very end, but I'm going to just share it now. It's a quote from C.S. Lewis um, that I referenced in my book. So I'm just going to borrow from here to to read it. But this is from C.S. Lewis. We can ignore even pleasure. But pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. 
is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. No doubt, pain is God's megaphone, is a terrible instrument. It may lead to final and unrepented rebellion. However, it gives the only opportunity the bad man can have for amendment. It removes the veil. It plants the flag of truth within the fortress of the rebel soul. So a few things to, to take out of this is that suffering can be good. Pain can be good. Because if we're just living a pleasurable life, we might not hear and discern the inklings of where God's leading us. But it's when we go through these seasons of trial and suffering that force us in a way or encourage us to lean on a stronger relationship with God and to rest in that and maybe experience a revelation in that process of where we're going. We'll come back to that later. Um, but just to go a little bit deeper here, you know, a few points when it comes to fulfillment in life, along lines of suffering and purpose um, in our lives and where, where we're headed. So first thing I want to share, you know, is don't confuse your purpose with fulfillment. Um, I, I think in our culture, especially in you know Western Western world and America, United States, it's so easy to to make fulfillment about our purpose in life, um, especially whether that's our career or even the purpose of just again not experiencing su suffering anymore. Um, and I just don't think it's a fair reality. You know, we should not base a fulfilling life based on our career. I think work and service very important, right? It does have some element of fulfillment, but when we put our purpose and career on such a pedestal, we risk idolizing that. And when we idolize something, it robs us of other fulfilling areas. For example, in relationships, right? If we put our career or work ahead of our family, it's going to create distress and issues. Um, another thing here is, is purpose and relationships. You know, I, I think fulfillment really comes down to the health of our relationships with ourselves, how we treat ourselves, with others, and especially our relationship with God, which we'll focus on in a little bit here. Um, but if you're really striving to live a fulfilling life now, focus on healthy relationships with those around you. You know, think about the work environment, family environment. You know, most drama and most issues stem from broken relationships. Resolving relationships is key to living a fulfilled life right now. Um, another aspect of living fulfilled life is living presently. As I mentioned earlier, it's easy to think of fulfillment as something way off in the distance that I have to aspire to attain and accomplish. No. That you want to live present. Focus on living and experiencing fulfillment now. And that's something you have to wait for. Why wait for it? Why not live it right now? But it's difficult, and we're going to dive into that right now because of how things happen in life. But we'll, I'm jumping ahead, but we'll get there. Uh, number two here. Don't confuse your purpose with passion. They're different. That's why I like the phrase for everything. is passion with purpose. It's the title of my book, organization, everything. But don't confuse your purpose with passion. You see, the difference here, and let me, I'll use a quote, and I've always tried, this is one of my favorite quotes, and I've tried to find an author for years. If you know the author, please let me know, but I've been trying to find it for years. But here's a quote. Purpose is the reason you journey. Passion is the fire that lights the way. This does a great job of differentiating between passion and purpose. See, purpose is that North Star, where we're going. It's the reason. Again, not necessarily what gives us fulfillment, but it's our North Star, where we're going, right? We, and we could experience fulfillment along that journey to it. But the key to experiencing fulfillment as we pursue or move along this journey of passion is by way of, this journey of purpose is by way of passion internally, living a life of passion. And you see, passion is the firelight's way from this quote. And that 
is a key for it, right? What is what does light do? It it energizes us, it lights the way, it makes a clear path, right? In our life, a lot of things come down to energy. And that's where passion is. Um, and as I detail in my book, and I'll detail a lot on this show, is what passion is. And it is the synergy of our thought life, our emotional life, and our volitional life. That is where we truly experience the highs and lows of life and the highs of lows of relationships. This is in our thought life, our emotional life, and our volitional life. And it's key to focusing in on that when we're trying to live a fulfilling life now because fulfillment is, is, is a sense. It, it's, it's a little bit deeper than a feeling. It's a sense. It's an internal sense of something. And where we sense it is in our spirit life and also in our soul life. Not necessarily in a physical life, right? You know, the world focuses on fulfillment in the physical realm. How I feel physically, how I feel internally, how what I have physically or materialistically. But fulfillment is, is deeper. It's a spiritual and it's and it's a soulful experience. We don't need the physical things in life to live fulfilling lives. It's silly. It's it's silly to think that I need to drive a Corvette, make millions of dollars a year to be fulfilling. So okay, think about it this way. How many people actually have that level of wealth, right? So if you're telling me that fulfillment, you need X, Y, Z, all these crazy materialistic things. Are you telling me that the 95% of the world that doesn't have that, they don't have fulfilling lives? It's silly. It's bonkers. So if you're listening to this video now and you reflect on a fulfilling life and you're just on social media, and I've been there. I'm, I'm there constantly. It's, it's social media. You see people living the dream life, having the dream car, the dream career, and it's hard not to look at yourself. But if, if you're one of those people and you're Seeing this and you're comparing your situation to other situations before what you see on social media and you, you, you're starting to feel a lack of fulfillment, you got to gotta shove that thought aside and tell it that it's bogus because it's not fair to you and it's not a fair representation or description of fulfillment. I'll end the rant on that subject, but let's continue here. So passion is, is it's impacted by our external environment and our relationships, right? So Within our internal soul life, our thought life, emotional life, and volitional life, as we proceed through life, we're going to encounter experiences, some challenges, some hardships in every area of life. And that affects the way we think about things and the way we feel about things. So it's important to understand, you know, this passion, it's an energy that's impacted, either fired up or burned out from the pains of life. But we do have the ability through our will to decide how we think and how we feel. We'll talk about that in a moment. You see, because you know we can't control what happens in our life, but we can control how we respond. And that's what I mean by resilient passion. And what, if I could go on a side with passion right now, I don't know if you knew this, but passion comes from the Latin word pati, which means to suffer. Um, you know, And it was very much associated with this crucifixion of Jesus Christ as the passion of the Christ, the suffering of Christ. Very humbling um, revelation, if you think about it, because everyone tells you, oh, follow your passion, do what you love. But passion literally means to suffer, right? So maybe that's what's funny about the fulfillment and passion piece because follow your suffering, maybe you have a fulfilling life. I think there's some truth to that. We'll save that deep thought for another day. But it's important to understand that passion literally means to, to suffer, right? So why should we run from suffering in our life? But back to this. So we can't control what happens in our life, but we can control how we respond. And what I mean by how we respond, it's internal, not just physical, but how do we think how do we behave? You know, how do we not only do we, how do we behave externally, but how do we behave internally? What thoughts do we let ruminate and dominate our life? Are they thoughts of positivity, thoughts of negativity? And what about feeling? 
What feelings do we let control the way we think and act? We are much stronger in our mind than we realize. And it's in going deep in relationship with God, you could have this revelation of how I should think, how I should feel, how do I respond to certain situations that are bringing me down. Another point here is to not confuse suffering with a lack of fulfillment. That's been a theme I've been talking about throughout this episode now, is, is don't confuse suffering with a lack of fulfillment. Um, you know, in, in, in part one of my book, I have a whole chapter addressing this question of why do we struggle? And is it actually possible to live a fulfilling life even if we are struggling? I encourage you to check it out, and I'll even share details on how you can even read a portion of that book for free um, at the end of this show. But I think it's important that we should not seek to run from suffering. You know, again, you know, look at this lie from society that the absence of suffering is fulfillment. That's a lie. It's just not true, right? It's just not true, and it's not fair because we're going to experience suffering in our life. We, we shouldn't seek to run from it. We should seek to face it and endure it and rely on a power greater than on ourselves to embrace it because some suffering is season is for a season and some suffering might be for a lifetime, right? But if we really focus and rely on God through those struggles, we can experience peace in that. And that is what's a key piece to fulfillment. And I realize it's really hard. You know, there might be someone watching this that's in a really tough season of, of suffering. There's some that might be watching this that are dealing with a physical ailment that's going to be with them forever. It's 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 really tough, and it's tough to talk about, and it's very humbling to think about too. But when it comes to fulfillment, seek fulfillment now by living a life of resilient passion, choosing fulfillment from the inside out, not waiting for a fulfilling life, but living it now and presently. If I could just share a, a, a couple things here. Um, of how I focus on it. And I'm not the best at it. It's tough. I definitely let the lows of life get to me sometimes. And I could do a better job of this. But in my book, Passion with Purpose, I, I, I you know, I, and in this show, I'm going to talk a lot about going deeper with God. But here's an example of how I conceptualize it. You see, oh, the Holy Trinity, you have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, right? You have those three entities right there. And then within our soul life, we have three faculties, our intellect, which is our organ of thought and understanding. We have our faculty of emotion, which is our organ of feeling and affection and desire. Then you have our third faculty, which is our will and our volition. It's an organ of our decision-making and our choices and our behavior. So we have our intellect, our emotions, and our will. And the way I let God into every area of my life is that I focus on God the Father being a minister to my intellect and guiding my thought life. I let Jesus be the encourager of my human emotion and encouraging me in doubts and fears and conflict within my emotional life. And I let the Holy Spirit empower my will, be the minister of my will, and empowering me to behave in the tools that I've learned through relationship. Um, that is a very deep uh, concept, and there's a lot to it. And that's going to be a major point of the show and the topics that I talk about. But if you take away one thing from this episode is this, that if you're in a season of suffering now or find yourself in a season of suffering in the, in the future, look at your relationship with God in, in, a, in a unique way. How does, ask yourself these questions, even now, reflect. How does God inspire my mind? How does Jesus encourage my heart and my emotion? And how does the Holy Spirit empower my will? How, how what does this look like and how does it positively affect me? 
And one last thing I want to leave you with for this show is that fulfillment is not contingent upon feeling. Do not validate fulfillment with feeling. Look for peace. Let peace be the validation of fulfillment in your life. And this is a peace that is ever-flowing and constant through a deeper relationship with God. It is possible. It is doable. And you can do it. And I'm here to encourage you along this way. So that's it for this episode. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening. As I teased earlier in this show, the whole first part of my book is, is is entitled Fulfillment, Living Life Inspired by the Great Architect, that is God the Father. Um, I talk all about suffering in it, fulfillment. I share about my life story and a lot of my struggles that I would have never overcome without letting God into the deepest places of my heart. Um, I encourage you to check it out and I'd love to give it to you. Just go to passionwithpurpose.org forward slash fulfillment and you, you know just subscribe and you'll get in your inbox the whole part one from my book, in a PDF. We'd love for you to check it out. We'd even love to know what you think. Um, But if you are suffering, please reach out. We'd love to encourage you along the way. Thank you for listening.